Just a dude, Josh over. pass. Start, do not leave that just in there. Start, start over. Start over. It's happening. Staying. Staying. Oh, well, that is disgusting. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What are you? You just uh, doubled down. I sure fucking did. <laughs> he said it was a mistake at first, and now what's intention? Now it's now it's here. Uh, listening. No. Oh my god! Maybe. I'm having a stroke because we're about to talk about Pokemon for fucking ever. Oh, you that's like why it. you're having. Uh, yeah. All right. You are listening to Hunting Pixels, the one and only official video game podcast of Culture Pop. This is a very special episode as it is a spoiler cast and review discussion. Only our second one ever. What was the yes. other ones? Uh, well, it, you were on it, so you tell me. No, I really don't know. It was I thought this was our first one. Yeah, was it? Ratchet and Clank. Oh, I thought you meant with like the three of us. No, no, this is the first one with all three of us because yeah, 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 yeah. bitched out last time. Yep, I did. I yep. did. I hadn't played the game yet. What? What do you mean? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, I'm counting that as bitching out. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's always an excuse. Oh, I got to take care of my family. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we're here today to discuss the all-new Pokemon game, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, we're going to do a really nice deep dive and analysis into the game and all of its parts. I am, of course, your host, the one and only Bebop Man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined, as almost always, by my two co-hosts, Dylan Everstone Martin and Austin Eviolite Stevens. You were close. I mean, that's pretty close. That is it. Yeah, right? I came up with those. Do you like them, Austin? They're great. I did that just for you. Because they're They're both kind of, you know, you know, go hand in hand, right? Yeah. 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 You guys are talking about things that I don't understand. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a lot of things this episode. <laughs> Probably. All right. Well, I mean, let's not fucking beat around the bush. Uh, the game has been out for, what, almost a month, right? Yeah, almost a full month. Yeah, almost a full month. So uh, we're we're getting, we're getting into it. Um, I guess we'll start with uh, kind of like high-level thoughts, um, like... Sort of, I guess, tease how our final uh, feelings are going to be. But uh, what what did you guys? We'll start with Dylan. What did, what did you think about mm. the game? Um, so I had by the end of it, surprisingly optimistic thoughts about it. Um, I have a lot of call outs, but ultimately, I had a great time with it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Austin, what about you? I personally, I think, and I know I said this about uh, BDSP as well, but that is not a fetish. Takes it. (laughs) (laughs) This definitely takes it. I uh, I think this is the best Pokemon game since Black and White. I think that this game was refreshing. Wow, it was fun. However, that does not excuse the Nintendo sixty four graphics. Okay. Yeah, we we will we will certainly get into that. Um, That's crazy. You said black and white, but I feel like you meant X and Y. No, I'm, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. So I guess uh, my my feelings are um, very mixed. I think uh, I I really want to like this game. Um. 
I, I, no, I don't want to say that. I really want to love this game. I really want Pokemon to draw me back the way that it did when I was a kid. Um, it didn't quite get there for me, but uh, we'll we'll get into why uh, relatively shortly. So um, let's go ahead and get into the like the in depth kind of like fucking just going at all the bits breakdown. Uh, and the biggest thing I think it, probably the best place to start is that this game is a really big departure from previous Pokemon games in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the biggest one is obviously it's moved to the sort of open world, like hub world kind of design, um, which is something that we really kind of haven't had in a, po- a Pokemon game ever unless you really if you really want to say that like the Game Boy games or uh, really up until it kind of became like 3D or whatever mm-hmm. those games were I mean technically open world if you go by the like you know the original Zelda is an open world game you know what I mean yeah Um, but but not how we think of open world like they they just weren't right not yeah not how it is now exactly so um i want to know how you guys felt about this move to being closer to an open world um austin well i mean what what did you think because you're the pokemon guy (laughs) what the fuck does that make me the yeah, other Pokemon guy? All right, don't do that. All right, you're the you're the Souls guy. He's the Pokemon guy. That I'm like the feels... only Pokemon guy. It's the only thing about my personality. What? It's the fuck. Have other. He only plays Pokemon in Persona. It's one of the two. Yeah, call him the Persona guy. He's the Atlas guy. You only play Souls and Pokemon, Dylan. So, <laughs> God damn it, and Stardew. Okay, okay. But um, what was the I... question? I asked Dylan how he like or how did he like the move to You mean Austin? Uh, I don't what did I say? I don't, you said Dylan. Oh fuck Well if hell. you're asking me. Go ahead, Dylan. The Pokemon. Alright, so see how I get my way eventually. It just Jesus always works out. Fucking Christ. I'm kidding. Go ahead, Austin. Really big ego with that one. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Um I I like as a kid, it was fine, and it's not something that ever really bothered me. But as I got older, the like, just the the straight path that Pokemon always takes, like you really don't have the option to ever deviate. You're it, you're not necessarily going in a straight line, you know, because the way regions are laid out, you got curves and you got to go back through shit. But like, it's the plot was always just very, very, very straightforward, and so like you don't really have reasons to ever go back to places that you've already visited. Because there's no, really nothing left to do. Once you beat the gym in that area, you just move on to the fucking next one. Um, and this was a big change for that. Like, I constantly, even in the late game, I constantly found myself going back to the first area to look for, to find an easier item spawn or find a specific uh, Pokemon spawn that I needed. And I, I really enjoyed this whole design. I like the... A lot of people, like, especially uh, as it was getting ready to release, were comparing it to Breath of the Wild. And I, I kind of think that's kind of dumb because this is definitely more along the lines of what we got in 
I can't speak for previous Monster Hunter games, but this is more along the lines of what we got in something like Monster Hunter Rise, where you had this this hub world where you kind of did all your little all your little shit, but then you went to all these different areas and you would keep going back to do other things as you progressed. And and I enjoy that. I think Pokemon works with that. Yeah, I think that I am 100% on board with you when you say that Pokemon games became way too straightforward and almost linear, especially in Sword and Shield. That was my biggest gripe is that not only was it handholdy, but literally, yeah, it it was like a straight shot. Like there was no, uh, you were graced with the wild area, which you could do whatever you want to. And that Mm. that was great. Um, That's essentially what Legends Arceus became. But for the most part in Sword and Shield, it was just a straight shot. Like you literally went from this town to the next and there was never any backtracking. There wasn't never any like loop-de-loops. It was really just just, a straight line. Yeah, it was like you were on like a trolley and it can only go one way and that's Mm -hmm. that became really i hated it um sword and shield falls really low on my list of pokemon games i think we rated it i think it might be i'm not going to say it's the lowest but it's probably up there i think it was Um, your lowest it could be um yeah because i i would rate x and y over it and sun and moon is even over it but uh point being uh we're coming back around to Arceus now, and it was really a breath of fresh air. Um, yeah. I'm glad that it was. I'm glad that it is the way that it is because I feel like it allowed me to see a more diverse region. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was Breath of the Wild style, where everything is open, I feel like we would have been left with a lot of the same in terms yeah. of environments. I could be wrong, but I feel like. The way they did it actually was perfect. Like, I feel like the, the the areas were big enough that I could explore and always find something new for the most part. Um, and then when I was kind of done with that region, I was able to move on. And the next place that I went had a really, it was a, it was a diverse landscape. I mean, truly from the last area, it was always something different. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think they did a great job with it. Um, I, that's one of the things I can praise them for is that finally it it's not just like a one-way system anymore it's like a hey here's the part of the world you're in go explore Mm. and it was a lot of fun yeah this was the first pokemon game in a long time that ever like gave me a sense of exploration yep and i love that yeah uh i think i'm i'm right there with you guys um i this is kind of what I've wanted from Pokemon for a very long time. Um, you know, just they've never been able to deliver it in any sort of like, <laughs> I felt like meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think, I, I think that there are some drawbacks to, to this. Uh, and I, I think that, um, well, may, maybe not drawbacks per se, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I do think that with the way that the game is set up, um, with, uh, how do I want to describe it? Um, I, I, when, when you're playing and you have to go from the village to a different 
sort of hub. You There is no in-between area where you can go out and stuff like that. It is strictly fast travel. And it bothered me when I wanted to go to a separate area and I had to go to the village mm-hmm. to then go to a different area. That really bothered me. Um, and I, that might be just like a limitation of, of like the hardware or, or what have you, but it, it was something that I, I genuinely was like, Oh, okay. Um, I don't know about this. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't even say it's a limitation of the hardware because the exact same system that allows me to travel from the, the hub village to another location it should have been the same thing. If I wanted to leave the first area and go to the second, I shouldn't mm-hmm. have had to go back, uh, I agree. That's a part that I didn't really touch on. It was, it was almost infuriating because there's, especially towards the later part of the game when I am starting to go around and try to find different Pokemon, I always had to go back to the village to do so, which mm-hmm. I tried not to make such of a, I tried not to make a burden on myself of it. Like I would always make sure I had another objective to do in the village before I went somewhere else. But even having to do that and set myself up like I can't just go from one to the other was a little upsetting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I my I guess my I think we may have already touched on it a little bit, but w- with the with the hubs themselves, how did you feel about them like size wise? It was it was good. Like I feel like I I, I could get to see enough of it. Like I feel like they were each individually unique and within the hubs themselves there was a lot of really cool stuff to see um there was the the marsh or whatever but then i like the one where it was more islandy and i could utilize basculation and i could go around like there was a lot of cool shit to see there right like even the wreckage on the beach on the far like eastern side i believe it is like you could see like this Mm -hmm. ghosty area like it was really cool and there was within all of that there's a fucking volcano um I don't know, man. Like everything just felt really fun um, all the way up to the snowy area. And it brought Sinnoh alive. Uh, Sinnoh that, you know, we, we came to see from a top down world, but now we're getting to actually invest in it and see a little bit more. I thought it was really cool. For sure. I, 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 I thought everything was a pretty good size. Like, I never really felt like it was... I never felt like it, anything was too small, but I also never really felt like... But maybe that's because of the ride Pokemon that you have at your disposal, but I never really felt like it was too tedious to get from one point of the area to the next. I never really, like, found myself getting annoyed, like, oh, I have to fly all the fucking way over here. You know what I mean? Um, I think, honestly, the only... <laughs> The only real problem I had with any of the areas is really just a fan nitpick because, like, some of those areas don't fucking line up at all to where they fucking should be. Oh, yeah, no. Like, not even remotely close. Um, Like, I I was always confused about, like, where the village placement was and then where the first area was because I'm like, this, like, these shouldn't be that far from each other. Uh, but then apparently there's in-game text to support that the Jubilife Village actually becomes uh, Candlelave City. So that I kind of makes sense, I guess. But other areas of the map make no fucking sense whatsoever. Yeah, I... You guys are speaking gibberish right now to me. But, 
Yeah, I I think that they were really nicely sized, uh, and I do like uh, the like kind of like level of diversity that you had in mm-hmm. um, in the two of them. Yeah, uh, but also um, I kind of I kind of feel like some of the areas are lesser than than the others, like. After I got through all the missions in that first area, I kind of never wanted to go back. Yeah. Like, ever. Um, which, I mean, I guess is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know where I was going with that. I, I guess I just, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like, like they were a, a decent size, but in terms of like, where they were like it kind of didn't make sense in some regards like mm-hmm. i like not necessarily from like a lore perspective or anything like that but like i felt like there was like a an ocean that was like right next to like a weird swamp desert rock thing yeah. and then right next to that was like this forest land and i it was just like uh what yeah how does any of this line up <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I guess it doesn't quite really matter because they are hub worlds, so you can kind of like wrap your head around it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was just uh, a thought that I had. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, we can move on. Well, I, get, I have one more question. With the next mainline entry, because, I mean, from what they've said, this is a mainline entry game, right? Um, So with the next mainline entry, uh, do you guys want to see a move to a full open world? Because I would really enjoy that. No. So, yeah, no. Because this isn't mainline in the sense of, like, a Diamond and Pearl or a Sword and Shield. This is, like, it's going to be its own thing, but... If we're talking like the ninth generation of Pokemon that comes out, I do not want to see more of this. I would love to see what Ilka did become a thing to where it's like beautiful 3D graphics in a top-down style and they made Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl look fantastic. That's the direction I would love to go back to. I think I think the Legends franchise has its place within the Pokemon world, but I want to go back to the other kind. <clears throat> Austin's I just think a full open world would look worse. Yeah. I'm uh, going to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely agree with that sentiment for sure. Um, I And we can talk about that when it's actually time to get to that. But um, no, I, I would like to see certain like I would like to see this kind of picked apart and brought to the more mainline entries, if that makes sense. Like, I want to see parts of this move over, but not necessarily the whole, not necessarily the whole package of what we got with Legends. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I, I, I don't know. I kind of want this for, like, if, if this is what mainline entries are going to be, because I, so here's the thing. I think that they're done making, the kinds of Pokemon games that we grew up with Mm. Uh, because I think that a lot of people are clamoring for this style of game. Yeah. 
Um, I think that there's a demand for it. And I think that like that's I, I, I kind of think what we classically refer to as like mainline entry games are going to become the spinoff titles. And this is where we're going going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's with that said that uh, I love <clears throat> I really like I, I would really like more open world as opposed to this hub world stuff because the hub world for me, uh, I had the problems that I had with it, right? Like Mm -hmm. I did not like at all that you had to go back to the village to, to go to a different area. I didn't like that. They weren't interconnected. I feel like there's a, like a sort of disconnect between the way that they designed the areas versus the way that they designed the world. Yeah. Um, and I I would like to see them m- like make that better if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I I think that forcing them into an open world design could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I I don't fucking know. But um, yeah. I just don't because I feel like they're. I feel like this is just another. Um, it's like not a as, it's not as, go. yeah, like it's not, I don't think they're ever going to deviate, deviate away from the, the style that's got them this far. That's how they introduce new generations and stuff like that. Like we get, a, and now that being said, I don't think they're going to go back to the style that I want. I think they're going to continue with the sword and shield route. Um, Ugh. but uh, yeah, trust me, I know, Ugh. I don't know. But see, it's taking that back or this kind of style back to those games. Would they do it that way? And it's, I don't know if they would. I don't know if I would want to see that. It's like they need to really refine their craft yeah. from where they were here for me to want to see it in a in an environment that I'm accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Like Sword and Shield, for what it is, I have my hiccup or hangups with a lot of the things I saw graphically, but for the most part, I mean, it was a pretty game. And, yeah. Uh, more or less. But what I got here was not. And I get that it's a part of, the, you know, that's going to be the Legends kind of brand. It's going to have that different, you know, artistic style to it, and I get that. But, I don't know. <laughs> but maybe we'll find out, because that's this month. I mean, we're getting close to the... Uh, the official Pokemon day. Maybe we'll get some kind of news about what's coming next. I wouldn't keep your hopes up on it. I have, no I don't hopes. think, I don't think we're going to get shit. Honestly, like, uh, I've been, Arceus I've been, DLC. I've been paying like heavy attention to a bunch of different subreddits over the last couple of days. And like one of the, one of the more prominent leakers that like he got every single thing right that he leaked from sword and shield he got every single thing right for BDSP, which wasn't hard to do. He got everything right for Legends Arceus, and this is and this guy is coming out saying like, "Hey, you guys really need to tamper your expectations because you guys aren't aren't gonna get a whole lot." That like, even to uh, yesterday, uh, they announced that yesterday they were gonna have they were gonna announce a big update for Sword and Shield. So of course the internet went fucking nuts like the way the internet does. And uh, it was like, oh, like a Thord, uh, Thord, God fucking damn it. <laughs> third sword and shield DLC package, or maybe they're just going to update it to have the full Dex roster in. 
And then the Pokemon company comes out and they're like, oh, for a limited time, there's some here's some Max Raid Den events you can do. Like, okay, that's not what anyone wanted, but you're doing fine, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't keep your hopes up. I'm going to keep them a little up. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe everyone's wrong and we'll actually get something. I am hoping we get a little sprinkle of something. Even if it's Arceus DLC. Even if you just show silhouettes of Gen 9 starters, that's all I care about. Uh, yeah, because then my prediction came true. Oh, true. True. I forgot about that. Yeah, it kind of all rides on the next couple of weeks, really. <laughs> <laughs> Whether I win this challenge or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I think for the next game, like I, I'm fine with going back to the traditional formula, but I just want to keep these battle mechanics. True. Yeah. Uh, that was a nice transition you wasted. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I want to uh, get into the uh, basic mechanics because also a lot of what happened within this game, um, it feels very different from what the other games have done. Mm-hmm. Um, like, again, they're not exactly the most revolutionary thing in the entire world. Uh, We've had Pokemon catching in the past, quite literally, but it's never quite worked like this, and I I kind of like the way that they made the old like Pokemon mechanics feel fresh. Um, Mm. What what did you guys think about that? Um, I liked it just simply for the catching mechanics. I liked it. Because there's different ways I could go about it. I didn't have to initiate a battle if I didn't want to, but I had that opportunity. Um, I liked being able to kind of sneak around within grass patches, utilize stealth, and kind of like a, a backstab in Dark Souls almost. It's mm-hmm. like if you if you hit the back with the Pokeball, it's almost a critical capture type of thing. And I really liked how they did that because I've never... Like, the whole thing that they're doing with the anime where Go can just go around and catch whatever Pokemon he wants without battling it. Like, I had a problem with that. But in this situation in the game, it kind of makes me rethink that. Like, it's a, it's a lot of fun just to be sneaky and, mm-hmm. you know, try to do that. Um, but I liked having the opportunity, if I wanted to, to battle them as well. Like, especially the alpha Pokemon and stuff like that. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I liked that it actually made these creatures feel alive. Like the fact that uh, you had to, like you you didn't have to be sneaky, but it definitely fucking helps. But uh, like when certain Pokemon notice you, like certain species of Pokemon are timid and they'll flee or run away from you. And then other species won't leave you the fuck alone. Um, And I, I enjoy that. Like it makes these creatures feel alive. It makes them feel dangerous the way that a fucking 10 year old should feel going out to the goddamn woods and having a giant fucking uh god what what is paris supposed to be fuck why am i blanking on that uh a crab crab with a mushroom that doesn't make sense but whatever i don't know why i just blanked on that so fucking hard but um yeah that's it's it gave them like i feel like even the mechanics themselves aside the way they were implemented, it gave the Pokemon themselves so much more personality than they've ever had in any game that's come before this. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, I feel like that is accurate, but I also feel like um, a, I don't know. I, I I really liked the catching mechanic in this because it felt so different. Like when I think about like what I what I had going on in my head when we, when I was playing Pokemon as a kid. This is kind of what I envisioned. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of feel like it when I was playing those old games, I knew that in order to catch a Pokemon in no uncertain terms, what I was going to have to do was basically uh, how do I want to describe this? I, I I was going to have to fight it. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. going. To, I I knew for a fact that I was going to have to um uh n- make something happen with it where I could catch it, and this felt. I don't want to say overly easy because that's not really what I mean to say, but it did make me like, how do I want to describe this? It made me feel like it was less important to catch Pokemon or or not to catch Pokemon, but to fight Pokemon. And that to me felt like a radical departure that I didn't necessarily like. And I know that like this is technically within the lore of the game supposed to take like a thousand years or some shit like that, uh, in the past, but it still kind of was like, for me, one of those things where I was like, uh, can I just like fight the Pokemon? type thing and you can obviously but like at a certain point like I was trying to catch level 2 Pokemon when everybody else I had was like fucking you know in their 40s or 50s or something yeah and it just kind of became a slog to me I don't know maybe maybe I'm just being overly dramatic maybe (laughs) I don't anyway (laughs) uh so, I mean, I was just talking about the the battles. How did you guys like the um the the sort of like updates to the battle system? I kind of hated it in certain parts because it really doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense. Um I know that like when it was described uh, like when the game was uh, had just been announced, it was described that the battle system, like the way it worked, was whichever Pokemon had a higher uh, had a higher speed stat would go first. That's fine, but like they're like I I I played Pokemon for a very long time, and I played competitive for not you know, not at any professional level, but like I played competitive Pokemon for a really long time. I know some of these Pokemon speed stats on the back of my head. So when I engage some of these Pokemon in combat, that turn order does not make any fucking sense. Um, 
I also, I don't know if either of you ever experienced this, but I also feel like the damage output does not make any fucking sense at all. Um, like, I specifically remember an instance where I had a level 40 Pokemon attack a level 2 Pokemon, and it, and it, and it survived with, like, one-fourth of health. And I'm like, that that shouldn't happen. Like, that's that doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. So I don't really know... Like, I haven't really done any hard research on, like, the, you know, like, the deep specifics of the battle system and how everything uh, actually works, but, like, it it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the agile and the um, strong style because I, I felt like it, I felt like especially facing the nobles and facing uh, one important trainer in fucking particular, um, I, it very, very much so helped because it, you know, you can go agile style one and then you'll get a uh, plus one move and then you'll go strong style and you're able to get some extra damage off while still having a couple of more turns if you played everything right. And I enjoyed that. Um, but the I don't know, I, I just I feel like at some level, the battle system needs to be reworked a little bit. Mm. <clears throat> um, I had my issues with it. Because I thought going into it, it would be different than it actually became. Um, I thought it would feel a lot more loose than it does, but it still feels kind of like a normal Pokemon battle with the exception of Pokemon can go more than once in a row type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, the way that happens is, you know, you do have to be the faster Pokemon, but you do have these different types of moves you can select from now like stronger and agile and stuff like that and you kind of have to go a little more in depth with it but it still feels the same um i the one thing i like and maybe we can talk about it in a minute more in depth is just that the moves i can level the moves up now and i can maintain like this mm -hmm. i don't have to forget anything i thought that was really good um but on a just like a basic level, it still feels like Pokemon. They just kind of added a couple of extra steps in there to make it feel more compelling when really it's kind of just more the same with one extra step in there, you, you know? Mm -hmm. The moveset change was fucking awesome. I loved yeah. every bit of that. Did you like the combat, Josh? Yes. Uh, the combat's maybe my favorite... Uh well, not necessarily just the combat, but, um, like, everything that kind of wraps into that. Like, you were just mm -hmm. talking about the movesets. That, to me, is the best change that Pokemon has implemented ever. Honestly. The idea that a so Pokemon cool. does not have to fucking lose its moves in its moveset is fucking something. I have been literally dying for for as long as i can fucking remember it is such a fucking good idea and i cannot believe that they didn't do it sooner if i'm being 100 percent honest yeah it's kind of crazy it took them 20 years to come up with that yeah that i mean that's what i'm saying right kind of like, nuts it doesn't fucking make any sense oh, i'm sorry 25 but uh but yeah that i mean that right there alone was enough to kind of be like oh this is like i fucking good on you mm -hmm. uh but um not only that i did i did like the strong and agile type moves because it, it 
didn't quite work the same way as the Bravely and Default system from obviously Bravely Default. But it did add that extra little wrinkle in there that I was like, ah, I like this. I, I, I like that it's not just me and you going back and forth, back and forth. Like, there's a little bit more strategy to it. Mm. Um, I don't know that it, uh, again, I don't, I don't know that it necessarily worked as well as they would have hoped. Because um, I do think that... Uh, it, I, I do think that it isn't fully fleshed out. Mm. I, I Like I said, I think the Bravely Default system works for, like, a number of reasons. But, like, the big one is because it was, like, implemented correctly, so to speak. Uh, I don't know that this one really is, um, if, I'm, if I'm just being completely honest with you. Mm. But... Um, yeah, no, I I 100% loved um, the strong and agile types. Uh, like, I, I think it just it adds that extra layer that Pokemon has been missing for quite some time. I don't think that this is nearly on the same level as, like, the, uh, what were they called? Like, the um, Gigantamax and shit like that. Yeah. So, um... That that's, I mean that's my two cents. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I, I mean, I guess with the battles, we can kind of get into like the difficulty of the game. Um, did you guys think that this game was hard? Dylan, I'll let you go first. I kind of wish you wouldn't because I'm having a hard time. Okay, then I'll go. Um, it, it was just more. Uh, I don't think it was hard. It was just a different set of, I guess, things to learn. I never felt like I was underleveled. And I think Austin touched on it a few minutes ago in a really accurate way. It's like, I feel like difficulty in this game comes from the battles themselves, but it's like the damage output does not make any sense whatsoever. No. In his situation, it was... it. it in his situation, it's really weird because it's the opposite of what, what I was experiencing. But it's like I could have been 20 levels under a Pokemon and I could have still just murdered it if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, done significant um, damage to it. Yeah. I don't feel like difficulty was really ever pressing for me just because I felt like I was overpowered at all points of the game. And the boss fights themselves, when it came down to the true nobles, it was not hard. I mean, it was like, I've not trying to sound pretentious with this, but it's like, I've played dark souls. I know how to fucking roll. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like Mm. I've had much harder fights than that. And it just, I expected more from those noble fights. And I was left with not any difficulty at all. Like some of them, I didn't even get hit on, like did not take a scratch. Um, they were fun, but I never felt like I was challenged in this game. So I just feel like it was, it, it was fun, yeah. but I didn't get like I didn't feel like I had to strive for anything. I guess. So, mm. <clears throat> neither of you guys have played past the credits, right? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. 
every I feel like everything up until the credits was just as easy as any Pokemon game has been since X and Y, honestly. However, er, everything after the credits fucking sucked. Um, after after you get the after you see the credits for the first time, uh, you're tasked with collecting the last couple of plates uh, along your journey through Legends Arceus. You receive plates, um, each representing a different type. And uh, after the po- or when you enter the post game, you're tasked with finding the rest of them, which can be found off of the many different legendaries that reside in the region. I think the legendaries, those, I think those legendaries were fine with the exception of one, which was Manaphy, uh, because not only are you facing Manaphy, but you're also facing Forfeon at the same time. All of the legendary Pokemon worked a little bit differently in the fact that they all have shields that you have to drop before you can either catch them or engage them in a battle. Um, you can do that by actually throwing your Pokemon at them, and if you throw them at them enough times quick enough, it'll drop their shield. Or you can use items like the spoiled apricots, even though it takes like fucking 30 of them. Um, or like the sticky globs or stuff like that. Um, and like Manaphy was kind of difficult just because it was four. But then you have to encounter the genie trio, which is uh, Tornadus, Landorus, and Thunderous. And those guys will fuck you up, bro. Uh, that shit was the most annoying thing I think I've ever done in a Pokemon game since having to try to basically learn Braille to figure out a fucking puzzle. Like, that shit was so infuriating. It, they attack you from all fucking corners. They're fast as shit. It is so hard to drop their shields. Um, and then you have the real final boss of the game itself, which... Uh, d- uh, fuck, do either of you care if I spoil that? I mean, I Absolutely know who it is. Not. Okay. <laughs> Um, the, the final, the final post game boss, uh, is, uh, Volo, which is the merchant that's been kind of traveling with you the whole time. Uh, you realize that he has been that, like, he is the cause for, uh, Dialga and Palkia's uproar that, and like the whole, uh, nobles getting frenzied. He is the cause of all of that to basically, from what I'd gather, try to kill God, which doesn't make any sense, but it's a JRPG, so it kind of does. Um... And he was ridiculously fucking hard. I think that that was the hardest Pokemon battle that I've ever had to experience since Cynthia. I think he was extremely fucking difficult. Um, I, it doesn't help that he has eight Pokemon, which is fucking wild. Uh, I'm pretty Wait, sure. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, after you beat his full team, which his team is the exact same as Cynthia's from Diamond and Pearl, because he's Cynthia's ancestor. Um, it's the exact same with the exception of one. And then after you wipe out his team without a chance to heal, you have to face, uh, Giratina after you knock out Giratina, which is a very strong level 80 legendary Pokemon. Um, after you knock it out without a chance to heal, it changes forms and regains all health and you have to fight it all over again. And that shit, it it was hard. It was really fucking difficult for a Pokemon game. And like, I hated it while I was doing it. I was like, bro, fuck this game. I hate this game just because of this. But then after I finished it, I was like, damn, that was, that was pretty good that this game actually, I feel like this game actually challenged me that hard. But pre post game, just as easy as it's it's been for the last 10 fucking years, post game, actually relatively challenging. Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, I mean, Dylan. Well, yeah. What do you? What do you? Uh, 
I, I guess. Oh, I went first on the difficulty. Sorry. Did you? I yeah. Did, yeah. yeah I, totally I thought did. that oh, maybe I just zoned out while you were talking. It's fine. <laughs> uh, He's like, it's Pokemon. I'm having trouble listening. Yeah, no, I absolutely get it. <laughs> no, uh, well, I mean, as that's the case, um, yeah, I, <clears throat> you know what? Yeah, I do remember you talking now. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, because I'm right there with you. I didn't think, I don't think that this game is hard at all, like mm-hmm. in, in any sort of fashion. Um, which is kind of surprising uh, because I was expecting, um, based on what some other people have said, uh, how hard it is. Um, yeah, I, I did not find this game difficult nearly at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, to be fair, I haven't gotten to like any of the like final bosses or anything like that. I haven't even seen credits roll yet, but like when it comes to those, uh, not alphas, but the, the ones that are in yellow, uh, I don't know the nobles call them. Yeah. Uh, like I got fucked once in the Arcanine fight. And I really think it was, uh, more because of my own fucking, stupidity i i just i got caught in a bad mm-hmm. spot yeah. and there was no way for me to like kind of get out of it the arcanine so stage itself was just annoying yeah i i did get fucked up by a magmar but it's because i didn't see it because mm-hmm. it spawned behind me while i was in the fight with two other magmars <laughs> so, so i was like what the fuck just flew um, to the back of your head yeah which so kill a normal child, right? Um. So yeah, I um. I don't know. I I didn't think that it. From what I've played so far, I don't think that it's like particularly hard mm-hmm. at all. I I I kind of think that uh, anybody who thinks so just maybe hasn't played a lot of video games. Um, I, I was gonna say Pokemon, but yeah, honestly, kind of video games in general. Yeah, and, and I think I, I really think that a lot of it is helped out by the with the XP share. Like I, I was just doing this the other day uh, to kind of get my team up because I was like, oh well, I'm sure I'm going to be fighting like high like level fifty and sixty Pokemon soon, uh, or you know trainers mm. soon. So let me go ahead and get um, like some of my Pokemon trained up and. I was like, well, you know what? I can kind of knock out two birds with one stone. I'll take up some of my lower Pokemon that A, I want in my team, but also B, I haven't had a whole lot of like Pokedex entries in. Uh, and then I'll just, you know, knock out two birds, with one stone or whatever. Yeah. And I would go in and I would fight like I would go in and fight like um, the Magmars or whatever and take my Vaporeon in there and just like fuck them up. And then my like level nine I don't whatever it was I don't even fucking remember mm-hmm. would like raise like five levels in one go and didn't even see the f- like the field mm-hmm. you know what I mean whereas like back in the day I would have to have that Pokemon start out and then I would have to pull them immediately and then they wouldn't get like nearly as much key. yeah mm-hmm. and it would take years <laughs> or what felt like years for me to get them up to speed yeah. And now it was just like a quick like boom. Yeah. 
that's what I like about the EXP share is I feel like I I feel like a lot of old especially like the first three generations of Pokemon in particular, um, I really felt like you almost have to have your team planned from the start. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the games don't ever really give you a lot of room to make last minute adjustments to your team because then you're like, oh well fuck, I've got to level this shit up like fifteen levels just to match what I have. But then when the EXP share drops, it you can kind of swap a Pokemon on your team and get him up to speed relatively quickly, and I feel like that just makes the team building so much more immersive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys about, because I know that uh, you guys kind of do this. I don't, but I just so happened to run across a couple the other night. Um, oh, yeah. The Shining uh, Hunting... Um, from what I understand, there's a, uh, little like device that will help you find shinies easier and shit like that. Mm. Um, how did you guys feel about that? I'll let Dylan go first. Cause I know his, oh, I didn't do negative. I know I didn't. I mean, I hate, look, I didn't shiny hunt in this game. I'm going to be real. Cause I didn't have to, they just pop up. <laughs> um, I hate how abundant they are mm-hmm. truly. Cause they're not fucking special anymore mm-hmm. um i feel like that's just become a reoccurring issue in the past few games but at least in like sword and shield i still had to work for it a little bit but i mean they're just popping up here like it's nothing for me uh sabrina's yeah. found them easily they just and they've fucking given them away too i mean just yeah uh, i remember when i found my very first shiny ever the absolute just jubilous feeling i had just emanating it was it was my shiny plus one Pokemon Emerald. It was a shiny centret for me. That's why Ferret became one of my favorite Pokemon of all time. Just Ooh. because it stood out to me in that one moment. I will never forget it. I can tell you what my second one was. It was a shiny Pelipper in black and white too, I believe. Oh. Um, it's just, I, I remember wh- where I was when I found all those, but now it's just like one after the other are popping up and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and goddamn, I didn't even know there was a fucking thing to make it easier in this game. So that's, I don't know how there is, but it's it very, is. it's really fucking obnoxious to get. Uh, <clears throat> um, so I like, I've spent a lot of time in brilliant diamond shiny hunting. I think I've probably spent at least 50 hours at like at minimum. Cause I know my play time's like 110. Um, but It's not really that this game made shinies themselves easier to find. It's just that, well, like the like the rates the rates that shinies appear themselves are not any lower. It's just the way that the game spawns Pokemon in general that makes it easier. Um, Like in previous titles, you would have to go per encounter, and every single encounter you had a one out of eight thousand or one out of four thousand for every game after what what was it, Dylan? Black and white was that when they changed the ratios? I feel like X and Y. I, th- I think it might two. have been X and Y. It must have been. In black and white, I still feel like I had full odds. Like when I say full odds, I, I mean, mean like one my, out of eight thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It might have been X and Y because that's when everything got easier. So that would make sense. I just just say one nice thing about the game. I can't. There's not anything nice to say about this it. This is you're fucking. <laughs> I want to do so many bad okay. things to you when you talk about this game. I, I will say one nice thing about X and Y. I hate that it's going to be negative. I like way. I like Xerneas's design. That's about it. <laughs> That's truly about it. 
Just go back to whatever the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Greninja's cool, too. Um, but so, and the way it works in this game is, like, when you load into one of these areas, um, everything is, like, everything that's going to spawn immediately when you load in is predetermined the moment you load in. Uh, that's why in this game, this is the only Pokemon game where you can save before encountering a shiny and it'll still be there because it's already predetermined. Um, and so when it when it works like that, like you have made what I'm just throwing a number off the top of my head. Let's say 60 Pokemon spawn in one area. It is now a 60 out of 4000 chance that any one of those 60 Pokemon that spawn is going to be shiny as opposed to rolling the one out of 4,000 per every fucking encounter. Um, I do think the mass outbreak system is a little fucking ridiculous because I think it does drop to, like, one one out of 150, which is fucking wild. Like, I, I've done a lot of the mass outbreaks, and I think I've had success probably, if I had to roughly guess, like, 80% of the time. So, like, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but... I'm fine with it because it's essentially the same Pokedex as Diamond and Pearl. Um, a lot of my favorite Pokemon come from uh, either Diamond and Pearl or Gold and Silver. And there's a lot of Pokemon in Brilliant Diamond I wanted to shiny hunt, and I have tried to shiny hunt that have just taken me fucking weeks. But then I've come over to Legends Arceus, and I've gotten them after like 20 minutes. So it, it's it's fulfilling for me because I can, especially when home comes out and I can transfer everything too brilliant diamond and have my full th full thing that I'm going for. Um, but I do understand how some people don't like it because it does make it so much easier. Um, I know a lot of people were upset that they just kind of hand out a, a shiny pony top, which I, I wasn't too mad about it. Cause I feel like it, I feel like that was always meant to be a tutorial for, uh, how to spot and notice shiny Pokemon around you in the wild in the first place. So I, I was dude, fucking it. make it Magikarp. Then don't like there's. It was a cool shiny to do though. I know, but then you have people like Sabrina who poured their heart into a game like Let's Go just to find a shiny, and then they're just like, "Here's one." Yeah, uh, and I can understand that point. I can get. By yeah, that. I should have specifically said shiny Ponyta because that's exactly what she hunted for, and mm -hmm. just again that ecstatic nature when she finally found it. And then in this game, they're just like, "All of that was wasted." Here's a free one. There, um, there is an item to increase your shiny chances. It pretty much cuts everything in half, um, and it's called the shiny charm. However, for this game, in previous games, you obtain the shiny charm by like actually uh, fully completing the Pokedex. It's not that easy here. Like you, you guys know, like you have all the tasks you have to do per entry. Um, in order to obtain the shiny charm, you have to not just have ten full points. You have to one hundred percent every single fucking entry. Um, and uh, I feel like that. I I feel like the rates are already so much easier in this game anyway that there's really not a whole lot of point of fucking doing that unless you just really want to. Um, it kind of sucks that there's a shiny charm and brilliant diamond, but it's bugged and doesn't work and they haven't fixed it yet. So there's literally no point in even fucking trying to get that one. Oh, okay. You're just done. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. What the fuck? That was one hell of a way to just stop. Well, my thought ended, so I'm done. <laughs> I can't just make up thoughts on the fly, Dylan. I'm stupid. I feel it, like my brain doesn't work. Always do. Sometimes. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think we've spent a, a decent chunk of time on the 
I don't know how Wait. to read. Uh, on the way that this game differentiates itself from pre- previous entries. Uh, so I kind of want to now get into the meat and potatoes on how this game feels as like a standalone experience. Uh, and the first thing I want to get into is the performance. Um, does, I mean, did you guys notice anything in terms of how the game performed? Like, did you have any bugs or crashes? The only thing like that, the only performance issues that I've ever had through both playthroughs was, um, like sometimes if a Pokemon or a person was just a little too far away, their frame rates were a little choppy, but that it always evened out the closer I got to them. So it was never really anything distracting. Um, I did, haven't noticed any bugs. I, the game's never crashed on me. It, it's been just fine. Not great, but just fine. Yeah. I mean, all of my shit came from like visual hiccups. Like there would be times, oh my God, like I'd be looking at the ground and it would just start to like, I don't even know the best way to describe like it. fucking pixelate. twitch. Yeah. Like almost like I, I could see this being like just we were talking about it last night um, back on like Tomb Raider 2, like when you were doing like the obstacle courses and you'd be passing the house on the left or whatever. And the, it would just be kind of like flashing in and out of sequence. Like it was just some stupid visual hiccups that I always got caught with. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> just not refined whatsoever. I'll delve more into it when we talk about the graphical shit. But it's like I only played docked. And most of my bugs, not bugs, were just, you know, discrepancies were from something visual. Yeah, um, same. I don't think the game might have crashed once, but I it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I didn't notice any kind of uh, glitching or anything like that. All of my stuff uh, in terms of performance was all graphic related, which, I mean... Let's get into it, right? Um, what a pile of shit. <laughs> I, I don't even I think I have to ask the question because I think we're all in agreement. We all think the game looks like shit, right? Oh, yeah. horrible. Oh, okay. Like one of like the worst games I've ever played. Heck. It's so bad. It looks like a fan-made game. It looked, they, Yeah, it looks like somebody made a ROM hack off of like Ocarina of Time, and this is what we got. Dude. Yeah. I went into it with very low expectations and I was still disappointed. (laughs) It was that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I kind of don't understand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There is no... when When the same company makes Let's Go and it looks so fucking immaculate and then this game looks like a pile of trash, I don't understand. The the textures in this game, like, there are none. (laughs) No, there's not. Like, like... like I I just I'm baffled. Have you guys ever paid attention to how you look in a cave, dude? It's ridiculous. So bad. And caves are bad. At least the Pokemon look good. But sometimes even even that I think like I'm not asking at all. Like this is okay. We'll get into this in just a second. From a technical perspective, this game looks like shit to me. Yeah, for sure. Like. I can count fucking pixels. There, there are no polygons. I can count pixels. Yep. <laughs> like, like <laughs> what's going on? But 
one of my one of my gigantic gripes <clears throat> with this in particular, and you guys might feel different. I think the art design is piss poor. I am not asking at all for you to give me realistic looking Pokemon. I don't want Detective Pikachu. Yeah. I don't want them to look fucking flat, though. (laughs) They look like they are just drawn on the screen, and they're 3D. How the fuck do you manage that? I... Uh, Pretty bad. No. There was nothing good about the art direction. I mean, I... I'm sorry. I just heard a stampede coming through my house, and I don't know what my cat's doing, but he is alive (laughs) and well. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what they were going for with this art direction, man. I can respect the, the thought, you know, they, they wanted to go for breath of the wild, but different, you know, this is a very different look on what we've had with Pokemon, but where's the polish? Where's anything that's refined? Where's fucking Pokemon with life? Like it's bad, right? Because you were just saying mm. the Pokemon look like they're drawn on the screen, but they were the best thing about the game in terms of graphical. Oh like, yeah, it, I it's 100% sad. Agree. Uh, um, go ahead. I I just think at this point, I, I I honestly think Game Freak just needs to outsource for their 3D models because I I think that they. But what happened with Let's Go? I'll always go back to that. No, they, and I agree with you. I, I, it's fucking absolutely. It's like they can insane. do it. Yeah, they can. They can. They just because I. Well, uh, you could even go back to to Sword and Shield. I having a like. stroke over. Here. I don't think that those <laughs> games look as bad as this does. And that was the last Game Freak game. Yeah. Like. Yeah. What did they do between? I mean, two years. Hmm. Two years between releases. Like, what did... You would think this would be the game full of progression. Like, we're about to see a huge step up from what the Mm -hmm. wild area was. Like, you would think this would be the reason why certain parts of Sword and Shield look as bad as they do. But then this whole game looks bad. We regressed from that. It's like, my God, please. I, I... If... Here's my thing. If they, in a couple of days announced that ninth generation of Pokemon is actually happening, I'm going to be like, okay, they split their time again. And there's where all the resources went. That's why Legends Arceus looks like poo-poo. But then but if they like, don't yeah. this year, then it's like, Yeah, then, then what the fuck are you doing? Right. Unless, you had all this time. Unless they have been, you know, subtly working on Gen 9 this whole time, which is entirely fucking possible, I suppose. It is. But unless that is the case, where did exactly. every bit of your resource and ability to refine a game go? And God, like, it's disgusting. I, I try to I try to give them a little bit of credit because like I like even even disgruntled uh, game freak employees have talked about it. They like they've they've specifically mentioned how fucking hard, not necessarily Nintendo, but how fucking hard the Pokemon company comes down on them. And I, I, I like I, I want to defend this game for that, but at the same time, it's like, were they not coming down on you just as hard for Let's Go? But I also have to feel like Let's Go was ten times easier to develop than what this was. So it's like maybe. I mean, I get where you're coming from because this is a different, you know, direction for them. Mm-hmm. But they had an idea. They had some kind of footworking with the wild area from Sword and Shield. For sure. They had huge backlash when it came to what that game produced in terms of 
the lack of you know texture in the wild area as well. Mm-hmm. And then it got worse. They didn't Literally take worse. the time to say, let's fix it. They actually made it worse somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I could show this you know, this, graphics this, all day. To be 100% fair, this could have also been a, a bit of an experimental trial for them. They might, you know, maybe they are working on Gen 9 and they've split and they've split teams. And maybe the reason why they maybe they had a smaller team work on this because they didn't know how well it was going to do. And maybe now seeing how well it did actually do, they can be like, okay, let's put more focus on this. Let's the next time we want to add a a game to the subseries, let's put more focus on it. Let's put more attention on it. Yeah, they didn't put more focus on something. Yeah, because something's just not looking right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, we just kind of shed on it. Is, <laughs> is there anything that you guys think that they can that they can do in the future to make it better? Or is it just kind of like... Take more this time. Is, I mean, take more time you think yeah, i mean that has to be it i don't know how long they've been working on this game but it's mm-hmm. like if they started immediately after sword and shield was finished then that clearly is not a big enough window for you to create something like this so mm-hmm. next time fucking double it um i know that sucks because this is your little you know cash cow you need you need the money but you if you want to make the big money and have what's the word to have some kind of rapport with your fan base still you you got to take the time and you got to give us something polished because unfortunately i will say i knew this game was going to be poop going into it mm-hmm. in terms of v- visually i still bought it so they know that they don't have to take the time unfortunately they know that they can release this subpar content and i'm going to buy it it's fucking true. We're a part of the problem. We're a part of the problem. You want to guess how many times I've bought Skyrim? I don't want to talk about it. All right. <laughs> but they have to take more time because if not, we're going to keep getting this. And I don't want this to be our future. I want to be ascending to the next level. Like I want to be seeing fucking ray tracing Pokemon in my future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, uh, not necessarily graphically, but like, some of the new forms introduced in this game, how'd you guys feel about them? Because uh, I thought uh, they were pretty I, bad. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll do it. Um, speed run it real quick. Cleavor was pretty sick. Cleavor um, sick. <clears throat> Sneezler, Sneezler looks like shit. I don't like Sneezler. You know, Electrode's whatever. Electrode I'm looks cool bad. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Braviary, it's like, okay. I think I think Cleavor is best. I'll say that. I mean, I I'm who's the other one? Fucking for what? I guess it is sneeze. Oh, uh, Basky Legion. Yeah, Basky Legion's kind of. Cool. It is what it I is. Like the it's like I didn't. It, they're just there. Like I'm not attracted to any of them. I think I I really liked Arcanine, like almost to the point where I actually prefer this version of Arcanine. I, I get that. I, I very, very much adore that this new Hisuian uh, design, and even the Hisuian Sneasel I think looks fantastic. I Sneasel is one of my all-time favorite Pokemon, 
and I love that it got some attention, but then I saw its evolution, and I was like, you just took everything I loved and spit in my fucking face. <laughs> this looks awful. <laughs> um, and the new forms for the legendaries were pretty bad. I still don't know what was going on with that. It looks like they asked a five-year-old to redraw it from memory, and that's what we got. I don't know what the fuck was going <laughs> on with the creative team there, but uh, whoever designed those should be fucking fired. Mm. Heard it here first. Heard it here first. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know anything about that, but I do know that Pokemon's music is a real big part of the franchise. Um, I mean, when you think about, like, especially some of the older games, they have some of the, like, most memorable songs in video game history. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I think that when you take all of that into the context, when you get into a game for Pokemon and you're listening to the soundtrack, it's kind of lo- like got lofty expectations that it has to meet. Mm. Um, did you guys think that it lived up to those expectations <clears throat> like in, in the in the pantheon of Pokemon music? Certain tracks, yes, but for the majority, no. Mm-hmm. I think that there were a select handful of tracks out of this that were just fucking cool. Um, but then I think a lot of other tracks, I was just like, eh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to be real. It. I think I felt the same to the point where I eventually turned off the music and just started playing my own while I was streaming. Yeah. Um, I po- Pokemon music is something that's near and dear to me, and I think even up until Sword and Shield... It was pretty great, um, but I just didn't really vibe with this one. So mm-hmm. I know that's a you know short and sweet answer, which might be what we need since we've delved into countless other shits. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's not it's not what I wanted. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm right there with you. I, I, nothing stood out to me. Um, I I don't know. It's unfortunate, but uh, that is it's a it lot was. of lackluster. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the um, I think specifically like the the remix that they kind of did for Dialga and Palkia's themes were really cool. Um, And then Volo's theme was fucking extraordinary. That shit. It was Cynthia's theme remix, but it had this like really kind of eerie, like electric guitar come in behind it and it it sounded great i fucking loved it i honestly i sat in that battle for like 10 minutes just vibing the fucking music oh you're probably just trying to heal everything also that i was also just trying (laughs) to survive uh well i mean that's all i've got for the music uh we'll move on to the story and characters uh and, and then start wrapping this up um First and foremost, how did you guys enjoy the plot? Uh, I did not. I just thought it was goofy. It's so bad, dude. I don't even think it's bad. I just think it's fucking goofy. No, it's straight bad. (laughs) You're a child that is sent by God that falls out of the sky. They decide, okay, let's give you one of the most dangerous roles we currently have in this village, right? And then you succeed in those goals, and then in in the end... You end up catching not one, but four fucking gods that are tied to this region's lore. And that just, like, like there are people watching. Like, there are people with you when you do it. And I'm like, do these 
people not at all ever even remotely question that you just enslaved their god? Like, I, it's not even like an – are you their god by default? You have to be. That would be my line of thinking. And it's just it, – it's just ridiculousness after ridiculousness, and it's even just – this is Pokemon. The fact that this is even considered ridiculous blows my mind, but they, they just, they overdid it. Again, I fell from the sky. I'm a 15-year-old kid. The first thing you're going to do is like, I got an assignment for you. We're not asking questions. Like, you're not a little freaked out that I just survived the fall from up there in the first place, but I came through a dimensional rift in the sky, and the first thing you want to do is assign me to your fucking core and make me one of the fam, dude? <laughs> dude, the only the only character that questioned you at any point in the entire game was your fucking boss. And even then, he doesn't do anything about it until the fucking end. Right. So what the fuck? You Why know does how it take fucking, you my whole adventure to yeah. do that? You know how sketched out I'd be if I saw someone fall from that. You think I'm going to fucking hire you to come work in my facility? Hell, Hell no. not, dude. You go right back to where you came from. I'm putting you in a fucking jacket somewhere and figure out what's <clears throat> going on. Yeah, and just everyone is ridiculous. I, they are. The one, I I kind of enjoyed the Pearl and Diamond Clan dispute. I mean, I, and I liked the harmony they ex- experienced towards the end of it. That was fine. But it's like, oh, my God. If this is just not one escapade after another, that I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? I liked, um, I know neither of you got to it, but I, I did like Volo's story a lot. I thought that his story was pretty interesting, how he kind of follows you throughout the entire game. And then I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, he has a specific line of dialogue when you encounter him, where this motherfucker looks a 15-year-old dead in the eyes and says, every time I watched you go out, I hoped you'd never come back. And I was oh. like, oh, shit, that's right. dark. <laughs> um, and then, like, he, he also says some other wild shit. Like, when you beat him, he's like, oh, uh, does the blood of ancient Sinnoh not grace my body? Like, uh. huh? What? <laughs> but uh, I thought he was a really cool character because there's a lot of in-game text that points to him not necessarily being an ancestor and also being like you, having come from the future. And I think that that was really interesting. Uh, one of them being the uh, text that I just quoted where he said blood of ancient Sinnoh because back in this time period, these people were not called Sinnoh yet. They they were referred to as Hisuian. So it's just kind of weird. And there, there's a lot of other like little uh, bread crumbles that kind of put it in your mind like, oh, shit, like maybe this God guy is exactly damn it. like me. What? What are you saying God damn it to? I'm just really about to have a stroke because we just recorded the fucking strong female character episode last night. And, and there's every part of my Cynthia. soul. Yeah, I didn't talk about Cynthia. You should be. A I specifically <laughs> said that I wasn't going to do Pokemon. And then I would have immediately put her on there had I thought about that. You God damn Cynthia it. Cynthia is a fantastic character. So Volo's from the future then? Like, that's what it, I'm getting. That's what that's what how I'm interpreting. Okay. So essentially, it would have to be post Cynthia then, right? Yes. All right. So who's slinging dick to Cynthia? I don't know, but I want to give him a high five. I want to give yeah. him a firm handshake and tell him that I respect him. Firm handshakes all around. I just wonder who got to that point. But really, dude, I can't believe I forgot that shit. Well, she has a daughter in one of the movies. Yeah, but I'm 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 upset about last night. Because it could have, it could have, she could have been number one. 
I also thought uh, that I think Josh would have no. allowed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I let that Over my goddamn dead body. <laughs> I also like to, uh, however you pronounce her name, I'm just going to say Rita because that makes sense to me. Um, I like to read as kind of little side story a lot, how it was like she just kind of became the leader of the Pearl Clan relatively recently and like all of the wardens didn't, they respected her because they kind of felt like they had to, but not because they really respected her as their clan head. And I, it, her little so- solo story had had a very like coming of age feel to it. And I really liked that. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who my favorite character was from that th- whole thing. And it might be her. It might be Irida. Uh, Mine was, uh, fuck, what was her name? The chick with the munchlax. What was her name? Oh, fuck. Because that was mine for obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> also, yeah. uh, Kagita. She, oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Don't take a, okay. Take a step back. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think both Adamant and Irida are both my two favorite characters from the game. I, I like their respective views and how they led their, uh, you know, the Diamond and Pearl clans respectively. So mm-hmm. those are my two standouts. Josh, did you have anyone that's like, I like this person? No. <clears throat> oh. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like such a dick thing, but uh, I tried my hardest to pay attention to the story and stuff like that for the first probably four, three to four hours. And then I was like, I do not fucking care. And I just started clicking through all the dialogue that I could. So I don't know what any of these characters are like personality wise or anything like that. He because said, I, just I am pressing just, a, I, I, but the story and, uh, to a lesser extent, I guess the characters in this game are not why the fuck I'm playing this game. Yeah, They're just, for not. sure. I am playing this game because the game mechanics are fucking fun. I could not give less of a shit about the story at all. I also don't think Pokemon has had a good story since Black and White. At least for the mainline titles. I I don't know. Uh, I mean, I I wish that I cared. I'm I'm glad that you guys (laughs) do, but I just, I don't know. Um, all right. Uh, before we get into our overall, like final thoughts and stuff like this, uh, I have to ask you guys if there's anything that you feel like we need to touch on that we haven't yet. Hmm. No, I mean, it's a Pokemon game. I think we pretty much got everything. Um, who did you choose as your starter? Uh, Cyndaquil. Obviously. The best obvious, the best choice of the three. Okay, well, mine was Rowlet, so yeah, I did choose the best <laughs> ones. Fuck you both. <laughs> uh, I think it was Cyndaquil that won our uh, ranking of the starters, right? It was. It was. So yeah. it's so official to Culture Bop that it's the best starter. Yeah, exactly. Better than that's, Rowlet. That's how our episodes Dang. work. <laughs> Dang. Uh, no, I, I was excited for this episode, and now I hate it. All right. I hate you both. <laughs> well, what's new? At least Rowlet got a better final form. No, it didn't get... What I, the I fuck is wrong I, with you? 
I wholeheartedly think that Rowlet got the best new form out of the. Th- oh, I thought you meant better than the original. Okay, I was like, oh no, no, not by a fucking. About to shot. have a fucking stroke, dude. Okay. I think the only one of those three that was better than the originals was Samurott. And I don't even like Samurott. <sighs> okay. I just think it I, better. He still t- go before he says something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into our final thoughts. Um, I will start. Go ahead. This uh, is exactly what I have wanted from Pokemon for a very, very, very long time. Uh, it fixes a lot of issues I have with what Pokemon games have uh, not necessarily become because let's face it, they have not fucking changed in 20 years. Mm. They are the same fucking games that we've been playing since 1997 or six or whatever the fuck it is. (sighs) I am so glad that there is a Pokemon game out there that is not a spinoff title. Mind you, it's a mainline entry Mm. that does New fucking things. I'm that makes me so happy. You have no idea. I loved everything about the battling system. I love the like the way that you catch Pokemon to an extent. Like, uh, I, I mean, barring a lot of what we talked about in the you know last half of this, I, I really like this game a lot. Mm-hmm. The problem is I there's so much bad shit in this game that I would hesitate to recommend it to almost anyone unless you're a diehard Pokemon fan. But also because of these issues, I never want to play this game mm-hmm. when I am playing it. I am having an absolute fucking blast. But when I set the game down, I do not want to fucking come back to it. It is just not something that I want to do. I think the way that this game looks is fucking atrocious. And honestly, Game Freak should be fucking ashamed of themselves. Mm. Like, I really think this game looks like utter fucking trash. The music is not memorable at all. Like, not even remotely close to fucking memorable. The story is bafflingly bad to the point that, like I just said, I'm skipping through it. I've never done that in a Pokemon game. And that's saying something because all of the Pokemon games have kind of basically had the same fucking story for forever. This is something new. And it's so bad that I'm skipping it. Mm Mm-hmm. I really, really, really love the stuff that this game does that is, well, I don't want to say new. The stuff that it does well, I am enamored with. But the stuff that it does bad is so bad that it lessens my enjoyment of the game. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, just ultimately ends up breaking the experience for me. And that fucking sucks because I love playing this game. I just never, ever want to pick up and play. <laughs> um, 
If I had to stick a rating on this, I'd probably put it in the six out of ten range. Uh, it's teetering closer to five, but um, the good stuff is is really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's just really, really weighed down by the fucking awful amount of bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's give it to Dylan. Dylan, what what are your final thoughts? If you can make it past the absolutely atrocious visuals, art direction, the visual hiccups you're going to experience in docked and even handheld, it has a little bit of charm if you're a Pokemon fan. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives us a lot of what we've wanted. It's a lot of fun to go out and hunt these different Pokemon and use stealth and try to fill your Pokedex and kind of get to see them in a new light like we have not been able to see them before. They have a little more character to them now. While it's not deep, you can still see them in different situations and circumstances that you might not have ever seen them in before. And they start to have a little heart and a little character. And it's it's cute. It's fun. It's something that I truly enjoyed about the game. Um, the story is forgettable. The soundtrack lacks in almost every way to the point where I utilize my own music while playing. Um, The new forms that they added aren't really memorable. And really, aside from being how you traverse certain scenarios are going to be quite forgettable. And like I had no interest in using them whatsoever. Um, I think they completely ruined Shinies for me in this game. Uh, which is a huge part of what I enjoy doing is, you know, thriving for that little bit of challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have fun with it. It was a game that while I was playing it, I really didn't want to put it down. And the only opposite thing that I would go with, you know, a, you know, splitting away from Josh's perspective is that I did think about it. I did want to come back and play it. Um, but that's just because I'm an avid Pokemon fan. I would also numerically give it a six out of 10. Hmm. Um, honestly, I think I would probably give this game a seven out of 10 if I had to, if I had to rate it. Um, this isn't a game that I would recommend to somebody that is not a Pokemon fan. I think that kind of like what Josh said, I think that there's a lot of things this game does fucking excellent, but then there are also a lot of things in this game that I kind of feel like how, how did they how did they get greenlit being this bad like how did this make it past the cutting floor i i genuinely don't fucking understand um but the things the game does do good i i fucking love um while this story is goofy to me it's just another pokemon story and i think they're all kind of i think since black and white they've all been kind of fucking goofy um but i did enjoy it there were a not a lot, but there were a couple of characters that I genuinely enjoyed, and I wouldn't mind seeing uh, return in maybe a future Legends installment. Um, but aside from that, I think that this is... Like, I, I, I said it earlier in the episode, I think this is the best Pokemon game since Black and White, but also at the same time, I kind of don't really feel like that's saying a whole lot. Um, it, It's good. 
it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed my time with it. I enjoyed it enough to play through the game fucking twice. Um, but it's it's not it's not my f- most favorite thing Pokemon has ever done. Boom! First three way review. There we go. Damn, we we fucking nailed it. We killed it. Even Dude, look at that. Kilt. Eight forty. Kilt. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we we're getting out of here at a reasonable time. Uh, yeah, that's shit. what. Remember earlier when I was hey. streaming, I was like, I want to be an hour and a half. Look at that shit. Look at, look at it. that. Look at that. All right. Well, uh, you know, with that all said, as always, you can find us on social media for all things Culture Pop, Honey Picks, and the Culture Pop family of content. Culture Pop is available on Twitter at Culture underscore Pop, on Instagram at Culture underscore Pop, and on the YouTube's at Culture Pop. Uh, you can find me on. Twitter at the Bebopman182, on Instagram at Bebopman182, and on Twitch at the underscore Bebopman. Um, Dylan is available on Twitter at OMDizzyTV, on Instagram at OMDizzy, on Twitch at OMDizzy, and on the YouTubes at OMDizzy. Finally, we got Mr. Austin. He is on literally everything as Big Papa Played. <coughs> yup, yup. So, yeah. Uh, last thing, if you uh, enjoyed this, uh, consider going to our Patreon and uh, tossing us a pledge. We got some really cool perks going on over there, including getting early access to these episodes. Um, this one, I'm not going to make a Patreon exclusive the way that our Ratchet and Clank episode is. Um but uh, we do have some uh, Patreon-exclusive episodes over there, uh, and uh, we're going to have some more of that kind of content coming soon. So, um, yeah, consider going over there and uh, being becoming a patron. Boom. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. Um, we might uh, be here again in the future for another spoiler cast. Uh, we have several games that we're all playing right now uh, or are very close to playing. <gasps> oh, can we do it? I can mean, we fucking do it? Maybe. Can we fucking do it? We'll Please, see, God. <laughs> uh, oh, Austin, I need you to commit on what you told me earlier. What? <laughs> um, what? I need you to buy the... I am. I just, I'm buying it Friday. Yes. I am. I'm buying it on my PS5 Friday. Yes. Okay. I just got the happiest I've ever been this whole entire. But only game. if you'll play it with me. If I get too frustrated. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. So that's a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, All dude! Right. All right. Well, I don't like that we said that at the same time. Uh, well, you. Know. We said it at the same time in the same cadence too. That's that true. was weird. Oh, we're in sync, you and I. I, that's everything. <laughs> it all happened after the sex. <laughs> oh, oh my. All right. Until next time. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>